Hello and welcome to Stir the Plots, a podcast for movie lovers where we watch the first and last scenes of a movie and then try to improv what happens in between. My name is Brady King. My name is Derek Foltz. My name's Colton Hart. Hey, my name's Tyler. Uh, I have a question for you, boys. Uh-oh. Um, and if you study. are not fully caught up on WandaVision, this is going to be a little spoilerish. Oh, gosh. Um, so just skip ahead a couple minutes. So <laughs> Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, takes over this entire town and basically forces everybody to, to reenact and be a part of this weird 50s, 40s sitcom that she wants to live in. And I have to imagine there's there's got to be a couple people in there who are like, guys, this is our free pass. Like we can do whatever. Oh, we want. like a like an Avengers sanctioned purge. Yeah. Why is Wanda making that man torrent the entire Disney vault? That's <laughs> I didn't know Peter Pan was out of the vault. <laughs> but like, there's got to be a couple people, and maybe not like like kill somebody, but you know, you like run up your credit card debt because. You want the new PS5, and then at the end, it doesn't exist. <laughs> the creditors show up at your door, and you're like, "Oh no, sorry, that was Wanda. My bad. You'll have you to, have to take Wanda. it up with her, <laughs> right? Oh, you're not you're not going to. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing they can do. Does that mean that they would like repossess your PlayStation from my cold, lifeless, dead corpse? You can't. <laughs> you could just do what I do and tell the debt collectors no. They don't usually see that one coming. <laughs> you can just say no, heart. <laughs> Because, Colton, if you're like, hey, can I borrow $20 to go get Raising Cane's? And then I come back to you the next day and I'm like, hey, can I have my $20 back? And you just say no. It's like, okay, well, what do I What, what do? I, what, what are they going to do? do they it? have nothing. They have no legal repercussions they can do if you just say no. <laughs> Wells Fargo cannot legally enter your home without your consent. <laughs> if Wells Fargo doesn't show up in 15 minutes, we are legally allowed to keep our debt. <laughs> You just see a guy just like buying like all these stocks. Like I, I don't. It was weird. She, she made me do it. It was crazy. I don't know what's... why is that man taking a bat to the mannequins and JC Penny. <laughs> why is Wanda making him do that? Westview has already been like free of Wanda's thrall for you know six years at that point. <laughs> He's still like beating up old people on the street. Why did you leave your husband and kids? Like, well, <laughs> I, I Wanda made me do it. It was crazy. She. <laughs> You know what would be so much worse if Wanda, instead of wanting to live in a 40s sitcom, decided she wanted to live in, like, a and d campaign or something? <laughs> but, like, okay, why did she choose 40s sitcom? Like, the worst time of, like, to be alive. Like, <laughs> because that's the show that she grew up on. I oh. think it's because she's, I, I, she's racist. She's racist, yeah. Because notice, there's only, as of episode one, there's only two people of color mm. in the entire show. Cancel Wanda Maximoff. Cancel Wanda Maximoff. Wanda, hashtag Wanda too white. <laughs> um, so uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast. Uh, what a place to drop in if you are. Yeah. <laughs> if you're new to the show, yes. What a what an absolute wacko place to drop in. Um, welcome. It's nice and cozy in here. We're so glad you decided to join us. I'm not. Oh, Derek. All right. Are you... Uh, Stay out of Derek's chair. He likes his chair. Yeah, take your shoes off. Derek's the Derek's the cat of our podcast. Like, ooh, that that's a good question. What um, 
What like animal energy do we give what, off? Are you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can't do this. We can't do fursonas. I, I refuse. No, no, <laughs> what's our fursona? Derek, Derek's the cat hissing at strangers from the corner. <laughs> so if you're new to the podcast, we do exactly what I said in the intro. We improv movies, and it's a real, it's a real good time around here. And if you're just now jumping on, we are in part two of our five-part Twilight improv extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, why don't you go ahead and describe the movie that we're going to be improving today? Mm, I thought you'd never ask. Uh, today, we are going to be tackling Twilight New Moon, uh, which is the uh, the sequel to the hit, uh, critically and commercially <laughs> successful movie Twilight. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say if neither of us have a ton of experience with the first movie, we probably don't have a ton of experience with the sequel. No. Has anyone seen this movie? I actually haven't seen this movie. I So I think I have seen this movie, but based on what I've already read. <laughs> in, a, in a fever dream, I have visions <laughs> I of think? I like literally, But based on what I read like from our script, I was like, I don't think I have seen this movie. <laughs> I have read. I mean, obviously, as you know from the first episode. Uh, I read all the books, so I have read this book, but only once. Uh, so, and that was in junior high, um, and that's a time in my life that I'd like to forget. So, so the way this works is we are not legally allowed to play movie audio on the podcast. So, I have reconverted everything into screenplay format. Colton is going to be narrating for us. Derek and I are going to be playing a couple different characters, Mm-mm. and we're going to have fun with it. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this audio tour of twilight new moon hey colton take it away no bring it back (laughs) colton (laughs) we open on a pale moon fading slowly as a dark shadow creeps across the surface these violent delights have violent ends and in their triumph die like fire and powder we cut to a blinding yellow sun panning down on a large crowd of people wrapped in red robes. Which, as they kiss, consume. Bella Swan sprints through the crowd, pushing past several robed figures. She stares up in horror at a large stone clock tower, just as the hour's hand strikes twelve. She elbows her way through the sea of red robes, fighting to escape, when suddenly, she's in a field. Purple flowers cover the ground as far as the eye can see. At the opposite end, an elderly woman emerges from the tree line. Gran? The woman smiles and waves. To Bella's left, another figure strides out of the trees. Edward Cullen meets her eye, dressed in a clean black suit. Edward, don't. She'll see you. Edward ignores her plea and walks casually to her side. The two smile at each other. Together, they walk hand in hand toward the elderly woman. As they approach, Bella smiles and extends a warm hand toward her. Gran, I'd like you to meet... She stops. Bella's words aren't coming out of her mouth. They're coming out of her grand's. Bella takes a step back and realizes she's not looking at her grandmother at all. She's looking into a mirror. Bella looks down at her own hand, now wrinkled and lined with age. Edward smiles at her. Happy birthday, Belle. A knock at the door. Bella starts awake, lying in her own bed. It was nothing but a dream. Wow, this mm. is this was a hard one to go off of. All right. 
All right, so quick recap. We established that this is an animated franchise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying all this out loud makes me sound like a crackhead. Right. <laughs> Bella. You, you literally, whenever you said, uh, whenever you texted us today that it was animated, I was like, why on earth <laughs> did we do that? Why like, I was like, <laughs> and then I listened to it and I was like, okay, it makes more sense than that. But I was, I literally forgot, like, well, we had to keep it PG this. for the kids, right? For the kids, mm, all our kids, <laughs> stir the plot listeners under 12. <laughs> There's so many. Um, all right, so Bella Swan is uh, a mystical were deer and mm-hmm. possesses the power to transfer. <laughs> Transform into a deer mm-hmm. for some godforsaken yeah. reason. Did we ever? Did we ever <laughs> land on a reason why she was she was cursed? Right. She was, yeah. So her dad was um her dad was a part of this secret society of like hunt of like monster hunters. That's right. And uh, <laughs> she was cursed by a witch who was the previous were deer. And <laughs> I, I feel crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You can go back and listen to it. We <laughs> I want to explain it, but I just when I say it out loud, I literally start going into like a fugue state. I'm we've just like we've never been here before. We can we can basically create something and then put it on a shelf and never have to look at it again <laughs> with our other episodes. But now we have to face and look in the eyes of what we've created. We have to take our we have to take our child back from boarding school <laughs> and realize we, how wrong we were. We have to stare into the gaping maw of the abyss that we've created and pray to God that it doesn't blink back. Uh, so anyways, man. yes, she was cursed. All right, so Edward Edward also belongs to this secret society yeah. and the two fell in love. It was sort of a forbidden will they won't they thing. Mm-hmm. And he, Edward ends up killing his dad. his dad off a cliff. <laughs> As you do. And uh the two run away into the night and go to prom. And they yeah, go to prom. They go to prom right. and then Alice is watching them. Yeah. Yes. Because Alice has kind of been charged with keeping tabs on the both of them. <laughs> Guys, I don't even know if I can see the trail anymore. Where are we? <laughs> so here's what here's what I'm thinking. Obviously, this is a dream, but I think that Bella is having a vision. Right. These people in the red robes, that's the secret society of hunters. Gotcha. Yeah, and so she's having a vision of her like escaping <clears throat> from their clutches, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're still after her because they're still. Yeah. She If she's alive, then they're still aging, right? Because they're not immortal if the were-deer is alive. I think I think this opening scene is going to be a vision of what's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, Derek. And I almost wonder if this old woman is the like witch who cursed her. You That's know, what I was like, thinking too. Like she's reaching out somehow mm-hmm. through the ether. <laughs> through the force. And is yes, through the force. Fans are gonna be mad about that. You can see shirtless Kylo Ren standing in the background, kind of <laughs> off to the side. I think maybe she's reaching out because nobody's trained Bella on how to be a were deer. You mm. know, there's not like a Udemy course for this stuff. <laughs> A master class? Yeah, there's no master class for this. So she's reaching out through the force and and basically saying, hey, come find me. Quick question, uh, rabbit trail, if you will. Who do you think would teach the master class on being a were-deer? <laughs> I'm going to say I'm gonna say Judy Dench. Is probably the most qualified. I think I was going to go with Dakota Fanning. <laughs> <laughs> I think she looks more deer-like, but and the picture I'm seeing is not who I thought I was thinking of. So I don't probably know who Elf I'm thinking Fanning. of. L Fanning, then she looks doughy. 
Uh, all right. So maybe, oh, what if her dad told her stories of her grandmother who left like a long time ago? Like, oh, and yeah. she's reaching out now and make, trying to make contact with her granddaughter. What if the witch that cursed her was her grandmother? That's exactly what I'm saying. So like, yeah, she's like, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, what if her her son, which which would be Bella's father, yeah. uh, she almost considers like lost because he like ran away to be this with this secret society when he was younger and basically like lost all contact with his mom. Yeah. Which is why he hasn't told her about mm. this mm-hmm. this witch slash grandmother who's just now making contact. Well, because right. it has to stay in the family. I'm I'm thinking it's more like she saw that he went and joined, you know, the hunters. And she had like one last ditch effort to try to like get to him and it didn't happen. It didn't work. Uh, and he like tried to kill her. And so she's like, okay, well if you can't get to me, maybe then you will still uh, be able to have some love and compassion for your daughter who is now a weird ear. Poof. <clears throat> now is this a, you pass it on, you die scenario or is it? Oh, I think she's still out there. <laughs> Maybe maybe she's not alive, but there's got to be some the sacred text. There's sacred texts somewhere <laughs> that contain all the knowledge of the were deer. Right. Yeah. Um, also, I know that no one asked, but um, back to your earlier question of masterclass for the were deer. Zoe Deschanel is my final answer. Thank okay. you. Okay. No Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, I like this, and we basically set up this almost like <laughs> road trip movie where they have to go find her like lost grandmother's yes. diary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This feels like a very like John Green like paper town. Oh god. <laughs> like But none of them are talking like 35-year-old screenwriters. <laughs> we talked about the soundtrack of, of these movies before. Oh yeah. Did y'all see the TikTok where it was like, man, it's a shame Hozier wasn't around for these movies because he would have just like demolished like every bit and piece of this movie. <laughs> He would he would have, as the kids say, ate and left no crumbs. <laughs> he would have woken up and chosen facts. Like <laughs> he would have woken up and chosen wood nymph. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's only one way to figure out where this ends up from here, and that is to read the next scene. Are we ready? Yeah. Seatbelts, everyone. <laughs> no, I don't want. To. If I fly through the windshield, I fly through the windshield. It was my time. <laughs> Bella, Edward, and a shirtless Abercrombie model, Jacob, stand alone in the woods. I see you're still alive. For now. (laughs) I see you're still alive. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. on. Because it's me keeping you away. You stay the hell out of my head. Jacob, I know you've got something to say to me. But I want to say something to you first, if that's all right. Jacob glares at Edward. Thank you. Thank you for keeping Bella alive when I didn't. No, you didn't. And it wasn't for your benefit. Trust me. I'm still grateful. But I'm not going to leave her side until she orders me away. (laughs) What freaking thing is this? It gets worse. Until my kitten tells me I have to leave, I'm not leaving. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh. Uh, we'll see. Edward starts to turn away. Hey, my turn to talk. 
This sucks so bad. You committed to this, Colton. <laughs> hey, my turn to talk. I'm here to remind you about a key point in the treaty. I haven't forgotten. Bella looks curiously at Jacob. What key point? If any of them bites a human, the truce is over. Bella looks shocked. But if I choose it, it has nothing to do with you. No. No, I won't let you. You're not going to be one of them. It's not up to you. You know what we'll do to you. I won't have a choice. Bella, please come. Bella steps forward and gives Jacob a passionate look. Jake, I love you. So please don't make me choose. Because it'll be him. It's always been him. Jacob lets out a long sigh. Bella! Edward steps forward. Goodbye, Jacob. Jacob grabs Bella's arm and steps in front of Edward, his eyes seething. No, you don't speak for her. Edward uppercuts Jacob, tossing him back several feet. As Jacob twists in the air, he transforms into an enormous wolf and lands on the ground, snarling. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jacob charges as Edward braces for a fight. Bella, get out of here. Stop. Bella throws herself between the two combatants. You can't hurt each other without hurting me. Jacob and Edward slowly lower their guard as the tension dissipates. Jacob gives Bella a long, sad look before sprinting into the forest. Jacob! Bella calls after him, but it's too late. He's gone. He's right. You shouldn't become one of him. I can't do this alone. Then please just wait. Give me five years. That's too long. Then three. Bella shakes her head. Edward gives her a knowing smile. You're so stubborn. What are you waiting for? I have one condition, if you want me to do it myself. What's the condition? Edward gives her a long look, struggling to get the question out. (laughs) (laughs) Marry me, Bella. (gasps) It's bad. It's so bad. It's really bad. It's so bad. We We got some dots to connect. Boys, and they're sure. they're really far apart. <laughs> so, I think they have to go to Alice at a certain point, and they have to be like, "Hey, Alice, like we're trying to find Bella's grandmother, who's the who was the former Weirdier. She's the only one that will be able to that'll be able to help us." And Alice is like, "Ooh, I don't know. Um, you know, it might be a little tricky um, because <laughs> her grand her grandmother." Is being held in the capital of like where the hunters oh. live, and you know where that is—the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Edward and Bella get wind that the the sacred weird deer texts are being held mm-hmm. at the very top of the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid, right? And so they end up gassing up on this road trip to go there, right? And I think what if like on the way 
they pick up like a stranger yeah. on the side of the road um, named Jacob, and he offers to like help them in their endeavor. Well, they've got to be related somehow. Like where deer and where wolves have to be related somehow. Distant cousins. Yeah. So he like we you could easily say like. He's trying to help them because of that reason alone. Yeah, I think he like he meets up with them and he's like, "Hey, let me in on your quest. Like I know where you're going and I want to help, but we're not entirely sure what his motive is." Motive at the start. is. Yeah. Okay. I okay, I like this. They pick up Jacob off the side of the road. He's like, "Oh, I'm, you know, what are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we're going on a road trip and blah blah blah." You know, they have a little, they have hijinks and Sue. <laughs> it's a road trip um, movie. There's got to be some like buddy, buddy yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> you find out that Jacob is one of the hunters. Right. Mm. And that he was placed specifically in that, in that spot to be picked up by Bella and Edward to kind of like lead them to the pyramid and ambush them. Yes. That's oh. exactly what I was thinking. Because. What the what the what the hunters are trying to do is they are trying to harness Bella's were deer energy. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna bring her up to the altar at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. There's a, a most people don't know this because the Bass Pro Shop elevator doesn't go all the way to the top floor. Yeah. You right. have to hit seven, three, four, and two all at the same time, and then you can get up there and then take yeah. the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the reason you can't see the altar is that it's all camo. So it's it's basically invisible to the naked eye. Well, so I think whenever they kill their their plan is to kill her on the altar because then you can't whenever they you like they do a ceremony up there, they she won't be able to pass on the were deer to anyone else. Right. They bring her up and the ceremony is literally extracting the were deer energy out of her and they're going to keep it in like a in mm. like a container. In a and vial. That's why, that, yeah, and that's why, like, so when they t- <laughs> when they take the weirdier energy out of her, she gets old and wrinkly and like haggard. Oh, which is why yeah. she sees her. I'm I'm trying to tie it back to the dream, baby. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, listen, levels I've on levels. Control, I've got control of this ship now. Um, <laughs> Help! <laughs> we're going to Cabo. Um, so she's getting the energy drained out. Like, you know, they, they extract the energy out of her and she's like getting old and haggard. And like, she's losing her youth because all of her youth is going along with the weird air energy. Mm. That's what this podcast has done to me. <laughs> I know. I mean, we, you saw the one year anniversary pictures. <laughs> Notice how all of us looked like some form of Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> is Joe Biden just all haggard old white men combined into one? No, that's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> he looks like a homunculus of just like old haggard white men. What do y'all think he's hiding in his upper lip? <laughs> <laughs> My third stimulus check. It's a lot of talk for someone who owes me $2,000. <laughs> Did you see my Instagram story last night? Yeah. <laughs> it was just a picture of Joe Biden smiling, and I said, why you smile, an old man? You owe me $2,000. Oh, man. Okay, so Anyways. I think I have I think I think have an idea. Okay. Okay. About how Bella gets out of it. So okay. <clears throat> Jacob was, like, hired or, like, sanctioned, whatever, by the hunters to, like, stop them. But like he's a werewolf, she's a were deer, so like uh or so he's kinda like flirting with her just to like build her trust. 
So she kind of likes him a little bit because they're similar. You know, like they both like. Yeah, I was about to say the whole way along the road trip, they're kind of like building a, a bit of a friendship and Edward's getting jealous. Yeah. But at the end, whenever they're extracting her essence, he's Jacob's the one who like steps in. And <laughs> I don't like saying extracting her essence with Derek looking at me like that. <laughs> That's what Mitch McConnell has in his top lip is Bella's essence. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he keeps it there, he'll live forever. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer has been trying to get it for years. And he said, No, you can't have it. <laughs> Mitch McConnell looks like if the Emperor's corpse from Rise of Skywalker ran for Senate. Mitch McConnell looks like a were turtle. Yeah, the only strong enough thing to get that essence out is a twisted T. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a vice grip. <laughs> jokes aside, jokes aside, I would give so much money to be on the Twisted T's marketing campaign right. after that happened. Because like you know someone had to you know someone from the government was like, hey, you guys should probably make a statement. And they're like, no. no. Like, <laughs> Pass. Why would we do that? This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got this scene where they're about to plunge the knife into like the the syringe or whatever it whatever extraction tool yeah. they're using. It's a it's a tome. A tome, sure. About to <laughs> a tome. Beat her over the a head tome. with a tome and extract her essence. Yeah, yeah. I, I like this. Edward jumps in at the last minute, and or what if, in the last scene, Edward says, "Hey." Um, thank you for saving her when I didn't. Yeah. What if Jacob starts having feelings all yeah, of a sudden? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting and to. And he's like, I can't go through with this. Yeah. And jumps in mm-hmm. at the last second. So here's the plot hole that I want to kind of fill up before we move on. How does Edward not recognize Jacob if Jacob's a hunter? Mm. Uh, he's from the next town over. Yeah, I mean, in the movie, that's how it was. He's a new recruit. It's a national syndicate. There's a lot of freshmen. Jacob doesn't really go to the chapter meetings that much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would he? Yeah. Well, he's got his Abercrombie model side gig, so he works nine to five. He- right. Well, uh, that's but, no way to make a living. Derek, wasn't don't the don't the werewolves move in to, to Fork? No, fork. <laughs> One Fork, Washington. <laughs> no, uh, they're, they're there the whole time. Okay, obviously there's some magic afoot. What if, in order to save Bella, Jacob <laughs> transports her and and Edward to this field of flowers? That's like an alternate pocket dimension <laughs> <laughs> that he keeps on hand. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we all know that werewolves have uh, reality warping abilities. Or instead of Jacob, Jacob frees Bella's grandmother, and oh. Bella's grandmother then. You know, takes care like takes care of the both of them, and this you know field oh, of flowers, yeah, yeah, yeah. pocket dimension, right? And so after after Bella says goodbye, like you know the dust is settled, Bella says goodbye to her grandmother, mm-hmm. and then the three of them are left in the forest to have this confrontation that we see at the end scene, right? What's the what's the treaty though that we've got with with Jacob oh, and yeah. Edward? Another plot hole, <laughs> and also like. Does she still have her wear dear essence? Because uh, she's trying to become a vampire now, right? Uh guys, what if what if it's like an infinity gauntlet where she has to become Oh god all different monsters. Oh god. She's already got the wear dear. She's gonna become a vampire. 
as for the rules of improv, we can't tell you no. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, 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 you can tell me no. It's okay. It's okay. Well, because the treaty is basically like, hey, we're, it's like kind of a, it's like one of those cartel things where it's like, hey, it's in our best interest if we all just like work together. There isn't one of us that's going to have full control over the wager's powers. And if you try and turn them against us, we're coming after you. Guys, guys, I got it. I got it. So, okay, with the were-deer, it so whenever the were-deer is just alive, everyone, all monsters lose their immortality. Right. If if a monster can change the were-deer into, like, one of them, then that, like, vampires won't lose their immortality. Oh! oh there it is. Yep, that's it. And then everybody else is going to come after them. So they're like, hey, treaty's off if you pull this crap on us. Yeah, but they also, that's why they made the treaty. They were like, hey, no one can turn the were deer. We just have to kill her because otherwise it's going to start out an all out war. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. that. I like that. Okay, there you go. And so we end with Edward just being so smitten. Yeah. uh, That he's like, hey, I can't protect you. (laughs) Unless we commit to each other in wedlock. (laughs) Mind you, she's still in high school at this point. (laughs) Like, in in New Moon, she is still in high school. Like, she's a senior. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I guess they had, like, junior prom? Actually, I don't know if she graduates until, like, Breaking Dawn or, like, Eclipse. Like, it's some, like... (laughs) It's... She gets married, I think, like, right after or, like... No, she gets married before she turns 18. Yikes. Stephanie Meyer. Weird. <laughs> Honestly, boys, like, I, I'm i all right with this. I like where we just yeah. left off. So, like, next movie, we have this cliffhanger of Edward's proposal. I'm not entirely sure where that's going to go. <laughs> um, but, like, there's a looming war coming right now. Like, Yeah, but but I do like this idea that you set up, Colton, where there's, like, yeah, there's basically a war on the horizon. Mm. Um so I guess we'll find out next episode uh, where this is all headed. And uh, it can't be anywhere good. That's for nope. sure. <laughs> I think that concludes our improvisation of Twilight New Moon. Hey, Colton, I think you've uh, you've got something for me, don't you? I do. It's shaken, not stirred. All right, guys. In this little segment of the podcast, we take popular movies um, and we uh, pick a random popular movie that we have and we pair it up with a random movie genre uh, and we basically make a new movie. Um, we do usually do some movies that are in theaters. Um, however, um, there are not movies <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> oh, sorry. We'll do Wonder Woman uh, and <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Uh, Ocean's Eleven as okay. a romantic comedy. Okay. It's uh it's it's basically like The Bachelor where they all go on this cruise and there's 11 bachelorettes who are <laughs> competing for <laughs> George Clooney's hand. Or if we want to if we want to make it, you know, like hip and now, it's 11 bachelors vying for a woman named Ocean. Oh, Ooh, I like this. How exotic. How exotic. And Ocean is played by who? <laughs> I, like, I thought you had it. I thought you were no. like, boom. Uh, let, no, let's just say she's played by Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Julia Roberts, uh, these men are vying for Julia Roberts' attention. Uh, hilarity ensues. Ultimately, she ends up with none of them because she fell in love with the sea 
She becomes a marine biologist and spends her life with the dolphins. And she also robs every single one of them blind. (laughs) She becomes like the Jane Goodall of the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, I'll do another movie. We're going to do The Crudes, The New Age. Paired with fun. Paired with fun. Ooh, as a mystery. A mystery. <laughs> a mystery. Okay. They find cave paintings and there's a meteor coming. <laughs> they have to figure out what that meteor is and why it's coming and how they, what they can do to stop it. It's the Crude's Independence Day. <laughs> Wait, not Independence Day. Um, Armageddon. Armageddon. The end is they do nothing because they don't know what it is. They just <laughs> the end of the, mo- <laughs> the movie is them realizing they're cavemen and don't have the mental capacity to understand. The the new age is the new age of, of man that's going to have to come yes. about after they have to yes. get <laughs> It's going to come after the meteor hits. Yes. <laughs> I like this book of secrets thread that we're gonna follow, though. Like, <laughs> oh, I think I think in the middle of the movie, the meteor hits, and then it's like <laughs> they they have to. They uh, get halfway through the mystery, like we've been building suspense about who the real killer is the whole time that the meteor just smashes into the earth. And then we see, like, from yeah, we see from the meteor hit on, like, the evolution of the dawn of man. It's like that scene from Terminator Two, the nuclear, uh, the nuclear. <laughs> Nicholas Cage's animated character gets wiped away <laughs> in ash and fire. <laughs> oh, only one of them only one of them survives. And it's the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh it's like Emma Stone's character and she then has to like try to find new civilization. I love this. This is great. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Crudes meets Book of Secrets meets The Road. <laughs> I think there's a cheesy line where one of them like guesses what it is, and they're like, "No, that's not it." Like, yeah, no, like Uga, <laughs> Uga, stop talking like that. Oh, uh, okay, okay, one more, one more, one more movie, Mission Impossible. Oh, Mission Impossible movies as a fantasy movie. Okay. Mission Impossible as a fantasy movie. That'd be pretty cool. Like, okay, just as like a concept of like how it is in my brain right now. But I could totally see this like high yeah. fantasy yeah, yeah, heist yeah, yeah, yeah. being pulled. Tom Cruise is a knight, as a paladin. He does all his own stunts. Yes, Simon Pegg is a goblin. <laughs> I like that whenever we say high fantasy, we just immediately revert to D&D class. <laughs> that's, high, that's high fantasy. It is high fantasy, I know. I just... It hurts me a little every time we oh, do it. Oh, shut up, Brady. Let's make up our own races then. This is a gooblar. <laughs> He's half dragon, half slime. Are you enjoying this audience? Are you enjoying Are you enjoying our homebrew? <laughs> this is our homebrew campaign. Wait. Wait. <laughs> What if it's like Harmon Quest, but Tom Cruise DMs <laughs> yes! fantasy yes! heist? All the all the like major celebrity D and D people like Vin Diesel, Joe Manganiello. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe Manganiello. Um, and since uh, Tom Cruise is in charge, the the plot is them having to like break into the Scientology pyramid that's kept underneath the White House. <laughs> <laughs> and find the book of secrets or whatever they're keeping in there. They, ha- they have to find. They have to find the head of Elron Hubbard uh, that is being preserved in ice, and then deliver it to uh, the the Scientology temple in L.A. before this the before yep. the blood moon rises. And then Tom Cruise shall ascend to his true form 
and take his rightful place amongst the stars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, guys, that was shaken, not stirred. I do feel uh, sh- I feel shaken. That's for sure. That. I, my will is shaken and my soul has been stirred. So, <laughs> Derek, you want to segue us? Yeah, so now we are going to give uh, just a couple of quick suggestions on what we think you should be consuming uh, this week and forever. Uh, Because, you know, we all need a little bit of uh, escapism from time to time. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Uh, I've got two things. One is live action. One is animated. Uh, The first thing is a show on HBO. You can can find them both on HBO Max, but one is specifically an HBO Max original. uh, Search Party. Okay. Uh, It stars Aaliyah Shaw... Yeah, it stars Aaliyah Shawkat, and uh, you you might remember her as Maybe from Arrested Development. Yes. Yes, yeah. She... uh, uh, Aaliyah Shawkat stars as Dory and her boyfriend Drew and their friends Elliot and Portia. They live in New York. They're kind of these, like, New York millennials. They live in Brooklyn. Uh, Dory's friend Chantal from high school goes missing and they spend the entirety of the first season looking for her, uh, not because they really like her or anything, because they all have kind of a sense of guilt over like not right. really knowing her. Yeah. Um, and in looking for Chantal, things start to go a little awry and stuff starts to happen and it all just kind of blows up in their face as the season goes on uh, the seasons. It's got four seasons. Each season has like uh, t- uh, 10 to 12 episodes and they're 30 minutes long. It's a super easy watch. Uh, it's funny. It's uh, it's got a lot of really good mystery. It's got some like nice thriller parts. It's just a really good show to watch. Uh, the second thing I want to give is a show. It is an anime because you know I'm a weeb. Um, <laughs> you can find this on HBO Max and also on Crunchyroll and I believe also on Funimation. Uh, it is called Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like kind of turning into the new big anime right now. Yeah. Um, it's like the it's becoming a little bit more popular. Um, it is about a boy named Yuji Itadori who, um, he eats, uh, the finger of basically a monster and because he's eaten the finger of this monster, he has become the vessel for this like cursed monster. Bro, that's what you get for eating freaking random fingers off the ground. He's trying to, he's trying to save his, who among us hasn't eaten the finger of a cursed monster? <laughs> um, <laughs> He's trying to save his friends from a, from a curse, and he ends up having to eat the finger, and he gains these powers. They go to a, a school called Jujutsu Academy, yeah, uh, and he has to learn how to fight and also uh, live with it. Pretty much, it it's it sounds a lot like Naruto, um, <laughs> but uh, he has to learn how to fight the curses, but also fight the curse within himself. Um, oh, that's really cool. And uh, the animation is really good. Uh, the characters are really fun. They have a lot of really fun like pop culture references uh that pay that like you know are not just shoehorned in it's like oh this is actually really funny um it's a really good show i recommend it a lot there i think i've went over my allotted 60 seconds but (laughs) (laughs) i genuinely i haven't really watched anything uh except for wandavision um which you're right derek is utterly phenomenal uh it's i normally am (laughs) super original i really appreciate marvel for going out on a limb and holding true to the original storyline uh i i think it can only go uphill from here and it's already fantastic um i don't know if you guys have seen the newest episode um but the cameo that was just dropped in episode five has huge implications for the rest of the franchise oh my gosh well 
And apparently that's not even like according to according to um oh what's her name? Olson. Oh Elizabeth Olson. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. It's like apparently not the big one. Apparently there's like an at the very end, there's a big one. Hugh Jackman had be- <laughs> he better be there. <laughs> Hugh Jackman better stab me in the throat with his claws. <laughs> I could be wrong. Maybe that could be the cameo she was talking about, but it made it sound like to me like it was, it was at the, the end. end yeah. I don't know. I don't know. For the purpose of the joke I'm about to make, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it. Scarlet Witch opens the door and it's it's Quicksilver, but immediately after that, she opens the door again, and it's Wolverine. And then she keeps opening the door the <laughs> one by one. The X Men file into her living room. <laughs> it's it's a very like Scooby Doo esque like. Uh, Colton, what's up? What you got? Yeah, um, I've been so this is kind of some stuff I has been on my radar. Um, I watched Over the Garden Wall. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that. Oh, it's so good. It's so I to being completely honest. I liked the first episode and then the last three episodes. Okay. I it lost me a little bit, but like I had a friend recommend it, and I was like, "This is super weird," but like I think it's probably one of the most creative like things mm-hmm. that I have ever seen. Like in a story, I was like blown away with like how how well they did it. Um, I own the vinyl of the soundtrack. It's really good. The soundtrack is really good. Well, because it starts out with this like just creepy like undertone and like mm-hmm. just weird, and it's like not really like whenever you get to the end. Um, I just thought it was phenomenal. Um, yeah. And then I uh, recommend you guys watch Lupin on Netflix. I get YouTube ads for it constantly. So yeah, so it's like a heist movie, um, which is like my bread and butter. Um, I I don't really want to give too much away because it kind of like gives away like the plot of it. Um, it's only six episodes right now, I believe, five or six, and it is all in French. Um, but it literally has made me want to learn French. <laughs> like it's such like an interesting. Um, and I also want to read the books. It's like based on now too. Oh, okay, sweet. Well, everybody, that is our show. Um, stop asking for more, you selfish <laughs> vulture. We don't want to give you anymore. You can reach out if you have questions, comments, or concerns at stirtheplot at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Don't tell us about your concerns. Please. I'd rather not know. Our inbox can't take it. We're not your therapist. We, we do this for free. Um, but we love you guys. Feel free to reach out with movie suggestions or just to, just to tell us you like us. Yeah. Just, to, just be nice. Be nice for once. Validate me. Um, Also, if you've got like two minutes, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a quick review. Um, It's the best way you can help out the show. And Colton, um, big news. Um, So we've been in the works of starting up a Patreon um, because, frankly, this podcast aren't free um, to just run. And so uh, while we do like genuinely love doing this, we would love to just like have a break even. I had to mortgage my home for this stupid podcast. I had to mortgage <laughs> my apartment. <laughs> I'm under a bridge right now. <laughs> all for the podcast. All for, the, all for you, the listener. For you. Yeah, we're still working out some of the tiers. Uh, but if you guys have some tier ideas or things you want in tiers, let us know. We do also have some stickers that are going to be a part Ooh. of... You guys like stickers, right? We know you guys. <laughs> Y'all like stickers. We, we, know. we know you guys like stickers. Well, we, we're we super excited. Um, like Colton said, running a podcast is not free. So even if you just want to buy us a coffee, every little bit helps. And of course, we're not like pocketing this cold, hard cash. It's, it's all going to go right. towards podcast hosting and, you know, costs associated with doing business with you schmucks. <laughs> 
my therapist bill has got to <laughs> I can't keep I can't keep putting it on my tab. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and close out with a review. This is a review from a, of a movie from 2003. Uh, oh, the review gosh. is by Daniel and Daniel says this would never happen in real life. <laughs> uh I Tanya. Okay. Colton. Um I'm going to go with Peter Pan. Ugh, once again, you are both wrong. It is actually the Jack Black film School of Rock. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> my name is Brady King. My name's Derek Fultz. I'm Colton Hart. My name's Tyler. And if you see Sandra Bullock, please give her a hug. Take her essence. And extract Take the it away from dear her. essence from her. <laughs> yeah.